Hey guys, welcome in. It is Brad with College Sportscast. I have John Roberts with me tonight, and we are going to be doing our weekend wrap-up show. Okay, I, I had the wrong one up, so I had the game day pick them on. It should have been the weekend wrap-up show, but oh well. You know, we make mistakes around here sometimes. It happens. Uh, hey, but, I'm just glad that as soon as the video ended, you started talking instead yeah, of having like man, a ten instead of having doing, like a ten second pause. I was like, it's doing oh, wow. way better. It's been doing better. <laughs> Don't jinx it, John. Roberts, okay, I'm, so, okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because it's been doing a lot better lately. John Roberts hasn't been on with me for a while, so how was Christmas and the holidays and everything with your fam? Uh, Christmas was pretty awesome. Um, I think everybody got what they wanted. Uh, and, um, I mean, it was great spending time with the family and everything, so yep. everything was good. So we haven't actually been on together since Christmas. Um, before, you know, the last right? He's 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 on with me on Sundays. The last two weeks, the college football playoffs have been on Monday night, and I didn't want to do the weekend wrap-up show before the college football playoffs. So we've kind of combined them and done it on Tuesday. So John hasn't been on with me for a little while. And anyways, Happy New Year and to you, and hope everything is good with you, your family, and everybody. Um, I see you're all decked out in your Green Bay uh, gear today. You, you got your toboggan on and stuff. Uh, of course, we also are both a... we are both Packer fans. There you on. go. We're both Packer fans, so I, I like to see your uh, Green Bay stuff on. They are going to be playing here pretty quick, so um, I'm I'm really excited. I know that Dallas is probably the better team. But for Green Bay to trade Aaron Rodgers, insert Jordan Love, and and lose some players that they have had over the years and still be in the playoffs is a pretty good season for them. Be in the playoffs with the start that they had this season. Yeah. Is That's... a pretty good is a pretty good season for them. So whatever happens today, I'm I will be happy with Green Bay. I would love. Love, love, love to knock the Cowboys out of the playoffs. It that would be, be funny. That it would, would be, be funny. so much fun. That would be funny. I it would laugh happen, so hard. But I got to start with that because you're wearing the Green Bay stuff. So, but uh, it's it's good to be on. It's good to have you guys with us. So we're here to do our weekend wrap up show. Um, course we are part of homefieldapparel.com it's going to be on the bottom of the screen 
he is wearing his Auburn um, hoodie there from, from Homefield Apparel. Go to homefieldapparel.com. If you are a first-time buyer from them, you can use our code CSCAST. It'll give you a 15% discount. They have really, really cool retro logos, mascots, throwback teams. There's over 180 teams to choose from. Right now, this week, there is some brand new Michigan Championship 2023 National Champion um, stuff. So you can go there, check it out. There's some brand new gear um, for the Michigan Wolverines and their championship they just accomplished uh, this past Monday in football. So you can check that out. Again, use our code CSCAT for a 15% discount. All right, man. So this is our first show where we really don't have any football games to talk about. I know. College football. Now, we do have some news, and, and I know you probably have already discussed this during the week, but, of course, obviously, um, Alabama had their head football coach, Nick Saban, retire. Which and, was huge. Yeah. And um, they had put out, or at least – it had been rumored that they would have somebody hired within 72 hours and around 49 hours. They did. They, they had Kalen DeBoer yeah. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Washington, who was just in the national championship game last week. Right. Uh, and I've got something on yep. him too here, but yep. I was going to ask you real quick, since you're bringing up Saban. Yes. Okay. As a, you're, you're a diehard Auburn fan alum. So the one of the funniest things, it was not funny. Like as a football fan, I hated to see Saban go. And I know that right. you, I wanted to ask you, I want to ask you a different question. But for me, just as a football fan in general, I hated to see Saban go. Right. Um, but as one of the funniest things about it all was within 20 minutes, I heard that they rolled Tumor's Corner. Right. Yeah. So there, there were some there were some Auburn freshmen that went out and rolled Tumor's Corner. Um, yeah. Yeah. That. Which. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I mean, I thought. I mean, not that it was bad taste or nothing. I just thought it was funny. So they, so you, know, you can look at it in a couple of different ways. <laughs> One is, uh, poor poor taste. It it just looks bad. Okay. Right. Two, it's well, they didn't roll tumors when Mike Price, Mike Shula, and all the others. Mike years. Were, yeah. Yeah. W when they were all fired. <laughs> so you could put it in, into perspective that maybe it's a little bit more of respect that right. it said. Oh, yeah. It's know. absolutely so, respect for Saban. You could do it, you could do it in either, either of those two ways. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But, my thing to you, I wanted to ask you just on Saban itself, as a as a diehard Auburn fan and yeah. alum, mm -hmm. were you were, was there any sadness for you as far as to see Saban go? I just well, wanted to know. So so there's there's again, there's always gonna be two different ways of looking at this. One is that every time that you beat Alabama, it just made it that much sweeter when you know you're beating the goat right so when you're beating the greatest of all time to ever do it it was always made it much sweeter right 
And yeah. it seemed like Auburn, you know, had probably the best success against him compared to anybody else. Of course, Auburn played him every year, so they had the most chances as well. So, um, so to go with that, right? Saban only lost twenty nine games as a head coach of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Okay, total, yeah, twenty nine games. Yep, there were two teams, only two guys that he lost more than two games to the entire time he was there. Correct. Auburn and LSU, he lost five times apiece to. Yeah. That's the the only – there was – everybody else is two or less. Right. He lost to Auburn five times, and he lost to LSU five times. Right, and his LSU losses were, what, 07 – Right, 07, uh, 10 was probably the second one. Uh, 11 during the regular season. Of course, they got their revenge during the national championship game. Um, 19 would have been four. And then not the 2023, but the 2022 season was was the fifth one against LSU, if I can recall those correctly. Corey says that Washington has their new coach, Jed Fish. I know that they were going after him. I haven't heard it's official, but maybe, uh, maybe well, he doesn't know. And and uh, I'm I'm assuming Grubbs went uh, with DeBoer uh, as far I'm as the assuming, offensive coordinator. I mean, he's yeah. been with him everywhere else. So. Well, the thing about it is, is that um, it seems like half of Alabama's staff, like Alabama's offensive coordinator, and one of their defensive coaches went to uh, Georgia. So you had. Tommy Robert, Reese, I gotta disagree with you there, man. Just so Tom, you know. Tommy Reese went to uh went to Georgia and then T Rob went to Georgia. So right. um and they may be taking some players with them when they go. So uh yeah. so to kind of finish up about Sabin, and then we'll move on to like Kellen, uh Kalen DeBoer as well. But right in order to finish up about Sabin, I myself was a little bit surprised by this. Not that he was old enough and he was going to be retiring. I I was expecting that. Right. But he was at 292 wins. Right. And as competitive and driven that Saban has always been, I have to say I really, really thought that he would coach at least one more year and get to 300. Yeah, because he'd guarantee he'd get eight wins next year. I mean, and that would get him over like, 300. I, I was honestly, like, all year long, I, I had heard some stuff here and there, you know, you know, that he might, blah, blah, blah. But I was looking at number at the numbers all year, and I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was, I was almost convinced – that there was no way that Nick Saban, the the guy that goes after everything, that is that you know that that means something to him, was going to give up the chance to get to three hundred wins. How many how many coaches? You probably know the answer to this. How many coaches have three hundred wins in the history of college football? Uh, three hundred, and they still have three hundred in the record books, or three hundred, and then a bunch of them got stripped away. Right. There's some that's been stripped away. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Bowden had over 300. He had uh, Joe, over 300. Joe Pye had over 300. Of course, they yeah. got stripped away. Um, right. I don't think Bear had 300. 
I think I he was think in. So. I think he was like two two seventies, maybe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So, yeah, and I think that's the end of the list, is it not? Right. And I, <laughs> and I, it was just shocking to me. I seriously thought that he would stay in this game long enough to get to three hundred. He's two ninety two. He needed yeah. eight wins. Like I just, it, it, it really. I'm not even a Bama fan, and it hurts my soul. Yeah, and and look, he he always he always said that he would walk away the moment he felt like he couldn't do it to his standard. And I mean, I guess I, I guess that. I at this do. point he that that's exactly how he felt because. And that's that's kind of what he said was that he just you know his age he couldn't he couldn't stay up till two o'clock in the morning and be okay to get up at six and do everything right. that that he was doing right. Um, you know, at 6 a.m. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Anyway, I just, I wanted to ask you about the 300 win mark and see what you, did you think that he was going to go after that? Um, I didn't actually realize what he, where he was at until after he had retired and they put the numbers up and I went, Oh, was wow. He's that close. Oh, I mean, I knew it all season. Yeah. I, I've been looking at it all season. Yeah, I just wasn't paying attention to it as much. And, um, but it's a, yeah, that is a, a number that you, you would think that he would have stuck around for at least one more year. Just give it one I, more year doing it yeah. that way and push through it. And then after that, you know, right off yeah, into the sunset because he could still he would have been 300 wins. Nobody, nobody is going to, you know, I mean, it's going to take somebody an awful long Kirby Smart, who's been winning an awful lot of football games, it's going to take him an awful long time to get to 300 wins. That's right. I mean, if you're looking at 15, say say you're winning, you know, at 15 a year, that's, you know, that's 20 years to get to 300. Yeah. And Kirby Smart being in his, well, I think he's what, 49 now, right? And he's in his seventh or eighth year, something like that. There, I don't know. Right, and he hadn't been doing fifteen a year, so I mean, no. obviously, he, you know, uh, of course, fifteen a year would be the max for like college football playoff type deal year. But right. with it being um, now that you're going twelve team playoff, you're going to have to win more than that. So I mean, it's just not been or, done. I mean, you're right. You know, Joe Pa done it, but was stripped. Um, Bobby Bowden done it but was stripped, you know, so, you know, I mean, of, of wins. So, right. I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, I wanted to put that out there. That was something I knew that me and you could talk about. And right. so then we're going to get to Kalen DeBoer. Let's, let's start with Kalen DeBoer's week. Okay. He began this week in the national championship game against Michigan coaching Washington and there was no thought on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday that Kalen DeBoer was going to end up on on Friday as the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like yeah, was, that was that was, was that was crazy. But uh, uh oh. I guess we lost John. I'm not sure if something happened. Maybe he'd come back in. But Kalen DeBoer's week was wild. Um, there he is. Sorry. 
I think uh, I think I did something. I think that was me. Oh, okay, that may have been me. I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to start out with Kalen DeBoer's week. I mean, just what a wild, crazy week for him alone. But for anybody, a fan, media, anybody, I don't think anybody would have thought in their head on Monday or Tuesday that hey, you know, in forty-eight hours he's going to be the head coach of Alabama. Right. Yeah, that was uh that was something that I don't think anybody was really really expecting. Um here I think the name we we here in in Birmingham, I think we got to that name. I think it was probably fifth or sixth on, you know, people's lists. Um I don't know if that really meant that he was actually fifth or sixth because i mean they're, they're coming out and they're saying that the only person that they ever actually offered the job to was kaylin DeBoer. the only person they actually ever talked to was kaylin DeBoer. i don't um and it would make sense with this expedience that they were going to now all these other coaches i think were putting up these um videos and stuff like that like no i'm good or i'm a I'm a duck for yeah, life, I mean, or there was, there was you know, hook'em horns and stuff like there was that. Some but talk of Dan Lanning, and right. I think I think yeah. Dan Lanning probably, if if he would have had interest, I think Alabama would have would have would have talked to him for sure. Right, but I think I think I think the money machine of Nike basically kept him in check before he even before yeah, he even yeah, had a shot so to even too. talk to alabama I'm I think that happened. With you, and i i know that this is probably not this is my opinion this is probably not a hot opinion across the nation but i would have been terribly surprised if it really would have been sark from texas i just that is not somebody i would have if it was me i, I mean if you know to me, I wouldn't go after him. I'm going to be honest with you. Out of out of his former guys, mm-hmm. I would have thought Lane Kiffin would have been number one, not Sark. So, so here's the deal, okay? And I know that it's been a while since this happened, but when Lane left Alabama, there, like, I didn't realize how butthurt everybody was, or that there's still such bad blood between. Um, the power brokers, the money people, and Lane Kiffin. And, and Lane. yes. And so that, I, I don't think he was ever a real candidate because I don't think. It didn't sound like. I don't think he was Honestly, ever going. Like I don't think he was ever going to get the chance to be yeah. a real candidate. I mean, it um, really didn't sound like. I mean, I think so, he might have gotten a chance if one, two, three, four, you know, passed. Five, you know what I mean? He yeah, might have they were been able to get if they were able to get the the like yeah, if they went and they didn't get their first choice or their first couple of choices, I think there would have been maybe a like can somebody swallow their pride right moment yeah. kind of thing. Right. right. And I just think that I, I think that in all honesty, that he was um that 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 whatever that happened when he left Alabama, that that really, really um, left a very bad taste in people's mouths and they are not going to allow him to come back as but the I head think coach. Him, but I think him and Saban are pretty cool. Right. I think but him and Saban even, are pretty but, cool. But 
Saban's not the money guy. And while he could be the guy that says, hey, you know, I give my blessing to him. Right. You know, but I, I don't think that Saban would even want him to like they could still be friends and Saban still wouldn't allow him to 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 run Alabama. So right. I mean I, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I get that, but you know, whoops, I didn't mean to click that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to it, but I didn't mean to click it yet. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of different things because I think um I, I also think that like there was a lot of funny things that I was coming up with during the week um that I thought would be, you know, absolutely hilarious. One was Saban retired. So does that mean somebody's gonna teach him Twitter? Uh, because I thought that would be funny to put Saban on Twitter. And then the next thing was like if Saban were to be, you know, Saban's retired, they put him on Twitter and Alabama did uh, hire Lane Kiffin, then he could tweet out for his first tweet, come home, son. Because <laughs> that would be, again, the, this was all just would be hilarious to me. It's yeah. like, I just think that that would be, you know, funny, but I just, it's not ever going to happen. He's not going to do it, but it was one of those, like, this would be great. But Saban's going to be still affiliated or close with the oh, program he's, he's got an office that i think they're giving him an office at brian denny stadium they so are. he uh he's still going to be there i think he'll be there during the development stages of practices so like uh spring practice okay and the the fall um not the fall practice but the 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 workouts right there right before um you actually get into uh the the beginning of the season so those would be the ones that he would probably be most involved in so march you know february february march early april and then about kaylin okay let me ask you about kaylin i mean so the man has a remarkable like history as a coach going from NAIA all the way through to the national championship game on Monday. It's like 104 and 12 as a head coach. I mean, something Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, that's it. And, 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 you know, he's, he's definitely has the pedigree, I believe, um, you know, and all that. However, how tough is it going to be to follow the legend of Nick Saban. Do you think that will have any toll on DeBoer here at Alabama, especially well, with him in the stadium, in the around, you know, with fans? You know, if 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 DeBoer was to lose two of the first four games they play next year, there's no telling what what the fans is going to fall off the ship. I mean, you know, more than likely. But my question, I guess, is do you think that that will have any toll on Kalen DeBoer's career as an Alabama head coach? Um, Well, so it's not like – okay, so Saban obviously is still around, okay? That's the the obvious thing. You've already mentioned that. But the the next thing is it's not like Saban's not helping him. Okay, that's the part that that um, 
that everybody is going to be or that everybody's kind of glossing over they're they're Saban's going to not only be around, but Saban's going to help him. And I think as long as he surrounds himself with the right people, I think this this machine, this thing can be on autopilot and you'll be okay for the next, at least the next few years. Um, so I'm looking at Alabama's schedule and they've got Western Kentucky game one. So that's an easy, that's a good get started kind of game. Yeah. You've got USF game two. Again, another one to really get started, kind of figure out who you have. At Wisconsin, number three. Okay. While that one's going to be a tough game, you're on the road. It's a true road game as opposed to being a neutral site game or anything like that. It is a true road game. All right. So I honestly think that they could be 3-0 and with what they've got. Okay. September 28th will be the test. That's Georgia. You get Georgia. All right? Is that game four? That's game four. Game four is Georgia. Yeah. Okay? So I think they can start 3-0. and I think Georgia would be the test. Um, They just – happens if they lose at Wisconsin and and Georgia blows them out? Well, look, they beat beat Georgia in the last game that they played against Georgia. They did. Okay? They've beaten Georgia, what – Two out of the last three, right? Am I right? Two SEC championship games, right? Those are the two. And then it's just the national championship game that they lost. Yeah, that they lost. Okay. So it's not like Georgia's just been beating the brakes off of Alabama. No, they they haven't. haven't. They haven't. So it doesn't, like, I don't foresee that that's like, I, I don't. It's going to be a tough game, but I just don't. I'm not sitting here counting it as a loss right now, right. whether it's saving well, or either. I'm just throwing it out there. What happens if right? This is you know if they lose at Wisconsin and lose at Georgia, and they're sitting at two and two. Right now, he, yeah. Then 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 what follows after that? You, I mean, look, if they if they lost to Wisconsin and they lost to Georgia, while you can sit there and claim that you know he's lost it there's nothing there you know the everything's gone whatever uh 12 team playoff they could beat vanderbilt south carolina tennessee missouri lsu mercer oklahoma and auburn and be in right Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're not they're not out of the playoff if they lose two no it's a 12 team playoff next year it's not four Yeah. yeah but uh yeah that makes a big difference you know, if it were a, a a if it was still the fourteen playoff, then yeah, he's out when he like if he lost to Wisconsin, then he would be in real trouble at that point. But um, I I don't think look, it's not like when Saban took over and the cupboard was bare. And even right. then, the cupboard oh, wasn't yeah. really like bare. He just took the he stripped it because of you know who was there was not necessarily the right people. And so he stripped them of that and then brought the right people in. In 2008, they were competing for an SEC title. Right. All right. They went up against the team that won the national championship. Yeah. His second year. Right. His third year in 2009, they went and defeated that team in the SEC title and then went and won the national championship. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I agree with you. So my my thing here i think i'll be honest with you i really feel like that alabama got this hire right i've been high on kaylin DeBoer 
all year long here at College Sportscast. I have been pushing Washington and talking about Washington. I said Washington would go undefeated. I said Washington would win the Pac-12. I said Washington would make the college football playoff. Hey, but I, Washington did lose because of the same reason why I kept doubting Washington. Well, eventually in the championship game. Eventually it happened. Yeah, just, in the championship game. Right. But I, right here, I've been high on Kalen DeBoer. I actually just wanted to say that I really do feel like that Alabama got this hire right. I think, I think so too. DeBoer, I think Kalen DeBoer is an excellent, excellent coach. I think he will, will carry on what Saban has built. However, it's going to be hard to match everything that Saban done. I mean, Saban's um, never lost more than two games a year since. I mean, well, maybe one time. There's three. 2010, he lost three. Okay. Okay. All now, right. look, look, 2007, I mean, everybody does overlook that. And, I mean, that that for, rightfully so. I mean, that team wasn't wasn't good at all and they weren't not everybody bought in so we know 2007 so we can throw 2007 out where they went i think seven and six they yeah went seven so and six. yeah they went six and six in the regular season won the ball game i think yeah, that's what it was um but um but 2010 was one of their more talented teams that lost three games because they lost to lsu uh south carolina and auburn um, yeah. Those were the three three games that they lost in that season. Uh, 2011 and 12, I believe they lost LSU in 11 during the regular season, and then they lost to – who did they lose to in 12? They lost to somebody in 12 because they didn't go undefeated. And it remember. wasn't, it wasn't, uh, I can't remember. Yeah. I'll have to look at the stuff to look it up. Either way, they lost to somebody honest, in 12, but, uh, um, because they only yeah, went undefeated yeah. in 2009 and 2020. I don't think they went undefeated in 12. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as these, I'm just saying, yeah. so every three years, he Saban never went longer than three years without winning a national ch championship. Until this time. This was three years, exactly. Yeah. Then he never went long. He retired before, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, so he never went longer than three years. I mean, yes, this was the third year here. But, you know, I, I'm saying with Kalen DeBoer, that's going to be a pretty hard, you know, if he's there 15 years, that's going to be kind of hard to match, you know, to make sure that you win it title over two or three years i mean yeah no, no no i don't think that's actually going to happen because i mean look in a uh alabama won their six national titles over a span of 12 years yeah which was unheard of which is which which is nuts it's not it, yeah, that I mean, that's, that's not going to happen you're, you're not going to win mean, you're not going to win that many titles in that in that can, short of time and hold the bore to that kind of mark is what right. i'm saying nah, you know I, what I mean? yeah yeah you know i so but i do think that he has the pedigree that you know that he might be able to win two or three titles in the next 15 years 
you know. So yeah, far. look, he he can he can get up there and and win that, and especially with a, a bunch of people or a bunch of teams that are going to be entered into the fray going into um, you know, with the twelve team playoff that you're you're looking at the um it's gonna be tougher because you got more games to win you yep. know because you got a 12 team playoff that's right so you know the game is changing a little bit so you know i'm just saying you know his standard if you're holding him to six titles in 12 years i don't think i think you're going to be disappointed i mean i don't think kirby can do that so <laughs> yeah you know so yeah, i'm just i'm just being honest, I don't think Kirby can do that. And Kirby's yeah. got what two of them right now. Right. And if you just go, if you just start where the first one started, then he's not going to be able he's to. He's got three more years to win. Or oh, not three more years. He's got nine more years to, to win, win four more. Four more. Yeah. 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 And I don't think he can do it. Yeah. So, all right. We'll we'll move on. Go to some college sports news. So Michigan, of course, won the national championship um, today. Their QB McCarthy and their running back Corum both declared for the NFL draft. Um, so I want to put that out that they both declared for the draft. Harbaugh is, according to sources, scheduled to meet with the Chargers. According to sources, yeah, I mean that's the that's the spot where where, where everybody is expecting the landing spot is the Chargers for Harbaugh. Um, I'm not really 100 percent sure what the what the deal is with that one, but I know that that one's the one that everybody's expecting. But there are several other jobs that are open. I mean, I think the uh, Raiders yeah, job, yeah, the Falcons job, yeah. um, Washington. I heard might want to interview him. Did Tennessee Tennessee didn't hire a coach, did they? They haven't hired anybody. Okay, yet. and then I think what the uh, the Panthers are one as well. So I think the only one that I know of that I've heard has hired a coach is the Patriots, right? Right. Okay. Yes, the Patriots hired Jared yeah. Mayo. Okay. Yeah. So. Which was surprising. I was shocked that they didn't go after uh, Vrabel. Yeah, 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 Mike Vrabel. Yeah, that's one. I, th- I mean, honestly, I was shocked they didn't try to get Vra- Vrabel. To be honest, I mean, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was the one that everybody was pointing to. Um, yeah. So, I'm still, I'm still pushing for Kirby Smart to be the Falcons coach. I really do. I really want <laughs> yeah. him to be the Falcons coach like yeah. a lot. Yeah, like, I bet I, you are. I, that's my. <laughs> My number one thing to do is yeah. to make sure that I Kirby gets the Falcons job. He doesn't even have to move. He honestly <laughs> can stay wherever he is because, I right. mean, look, yeah. the, the training facility for the Falcons is about 45 minutes from Athens, okay? Right. And then about 30 minutes south of that is where the uh, where, where the Mercedes Dome is. He only has to get there, you know, once a week, right, to be at the Dome yeah. right? once a week. Yeah. So he doesn't really have to, like, that drive – and even then, he's going to be. He could be escorted. He could be coming from somewhere else. Hell, he yeah, could take a, he could take a helicopter. Falcons over job there. could be the death, the the death of a wish death or whatever. Well, whatever. It could be a death wish. It's fine. But I really look. That would, if that happened, let's just go ahead and put that out there. Let's just say that that Kirby does make the does make the jump to the NFL, and let's just go ahead and assume that Harbaugh's made the jump to the NFL too, because that right there is already more of an assumption than Kirby. Okay. Yeah, I think Harbaugh is is maybe likely. You, you realize that that puts the last nas- four national championship coaches Ouch. not coaching 
college football. But the and last Coach that, o, and Coach O's already out the nineteen. Th- well, that's he would be the fourth coach because you wouldn't have Harbaugh, Saban, or Kirby. That would be the right. other. That that would be four right there. Yeah. Um, the last national uh, championship winning head coach would be Dabo Swinney. Yep. So and I believe that was what the nineteen or eighteen of, season. So Kirby Smart. Mm -hmm. Just since you was you brought him up just a second ago, I saw something today, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing stat." There are currently no active college coaches who has beaten Kirby since 2018. Who has beaten Kirby since 2018? Yeah, because I mean, the only ones that have beaten Kirby were Saban, right, and then. Who beat Kirby? Who else has beaten Kirby? Because uh, you said since since when? The stat. The, what I seen. I I didn't look it up, and I don't know if this is true. What was the year? What I seen was that there were no active coaches who has beaten Kirby Smart since 2018. Okay, who are all that the coaches? Like that 19, beat? 20, 21, and 22. He won the titles and 23. And they got beat in – they were in the, the SEC championship against uh, against Orgeron, right? It was them that lost? Yes, which would have been – Okay. He lost to them. Right. Which he's, he's not active. Right, of course. Yeah. But I, who, who, who beat him in 18, I wonder? Well, now, I don't know if they meant 18. I think 18 is when they he did get beat. That's what I'm saying. Who beat, him, who beat him in 18? That's what I don't I'm know. Right. I have to look it up. Yeah. Look it up because I I was busy. I was doing other stuff, and I didn't have a chance to look it up. All right. So uh, Cameron Ward, who had been in the transfer portal and then said he might go to the NFL and drop his name in the NFL, has committed to Miami after flirting with the draft. Um, he was one of the top quarterbacks in the transfer portal from Washington, or from Washington State. Um, so – that's another thing. Isaiah Bond, wide receiver from Alabama, is transferring to Texas. That's a pretty big hit for, for Bama, I think, especially so, to lose him to Texas, who is now an SEC foe. So that 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 loss is the Sugar Bowl loss to Texas. And that was January 1, 2019. No, it's 2019. Sugar Bowl loss to – Well, because if Matt Brown – Matt Brown's still around, right? Or no, it wasn't Mac. Yeah. Was it Mac Brown at Texas, or was it who was who was at Texas? It may not have even no. It wasn't even Mac Brown. It was somebody else. No, it wouldn't have been Mac Brown. It was what's his face. So that guy doesn't count either, right? Was it Tom Herman? I mean Tom Herman, right? That was the one. Am I not? I mean, am I am I wrong? Tom Herman might have been coaching Texas then. I don't know. In, in 19, 18, 19. The Edo beat what Edo beat him. Edo beat him in in October of eighteen. What's going on? What's going on, man? Oh, what's up, <laughs> man? So, I, had, I had I had to get rid of everybody. It was a big part of it. My dad's sixty eight party, so I had to clean right. everybody out. So, you're all right. Hey, I told John we might have that you might come on I, that I'd sent you a link as well. So, John, what's up? What's up, man? How much? Right. Just. I'm trying to go through and figure out when uh, who, who the last active coach that beat uh, uh, Curry Smart. It was it was I seen it 
on a pick like a mean, you know, and it was a stat. And I, like I said, I ain't had time. To look it Nick up. Said, but it's not an agriculture, right? That's yeah. Malzahn's the last one I know, and that was in seventeen. But well, the the stat I seen said that there was no active coaches that has beaten Kirby Smart since twenty eighteen. Right, is what I seen. Yeah, so Malzahn beat them in 2017, and that's the the last one that I've seen because they don't they don't lose too many games between that time. So the right. only ones have been either to Alabama, they lost to Texas, but that coach isn't there. It's not that wasn't Sark. That was uh, that was Herman. Right. So, but the only Herman, the only losses have been Herman to Alabama. Is he? Is he? Tom Herman is an active, coach. an active yeah. head coach. Yes. Okay. He's then a coach he, somewhere, some, some smaller school down in like Texas or Oklahoma, somewhere down there. I forgot. Okay. Then he is the last active head coach because he is the only one that has done it, and that was. Um, he's just not at a big school anymore. But correct. He's somewhere. Right. So Tom Tom Herman is the last active head coach to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then right before that positive. was Gus Malzahn in 2017. I'm almost positive that he's active. He's a head coach somewhere at, at some smaller school. Okay. You just have to well. look it up. But I'm pretty sure he is. All right. So I'm going to move on to the college basketball polls. And the new polls don't come out till Monday. So can't talk about that. But what I can talk about is, is eight of the 11 top-ranked teams in this week's poll have lost eight of the top 11 in this week's poll. Purdue lost, Houston lost twice, Kansas lost early this week, UConn has not lost, they're one that has not, Tennessee lost early in the week, Kentucky lost yesterday, UNC has not lost, Arizona lost yesterday, Oklahoma lost early this, earlier this week, Illinois has not lost, and Marquette lost earlier this week. So eight of the top 11 teams in the poll has lost in college basketball this week. Jason, it's been a wild week in college basketball. And, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the polls tomorrow, but it's definitely going to be mixed up. That's for sure. Uh, Do you think? Do you think UConn gets number one? Because I think they do. But, but it wouldn't matter because UConn can get beat next week too. Well, I mean, of course. But I think I think you got to put somebody at number one in the polls. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think they will bump UConn to number one. They probably will. And I'm going to tell you a team that is real, real scary that I don't think people really want to see is the Memphis Tigers. Hey, Memphis is playing good. Memphis is playing real good right now. Great guard play. Literally, that's who has changed Memphis. Well, the 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 score, nothing score. The him him along with a guy who can get a bucket. When you got somebody, Brad, that you can pencil in for twenty, that changes your game. You know he's gonna get twenty. I've watched. Listen, I've watched him about three or four times. Quinterly is who is really driving them like I, I think he's the difference maker. I really do. 
Is that just is that just because he doesn't have the pressure of being at Alabama? Because he, at Alabama, like you could tell that he could be good. He just never was good. Yeah, and that, I mean, is that is that what that was? He's certainly doing it at Memphis so far. Right. Like they're, they're not asking him to dominate and lead. They're right. just asking him to finish and manage. And I think right. he is great at that. Now we ain't gonna say that he's been. It's like he's been in college forever. You know, so we're not going to even just say that because he's seasoned. He's right. a veteran over Alabama now, Memphis. So he's a seasoned veteran guard. But I can't. I, I got to pull up the guy. It's the left hand six six kid for them. They can really really score. Man, he's the difference maker. He's the because they give him the ball and then they let him go. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. Man, listen, the teams that I think that have not been in the top ten that I think will rise up and be there. I think Auburn is one. I've already said that to John earlier. I think Auburn, Auburn will be there, and I yeah. actually think that Memphis will be there. I think yeah. both of those teams will be in the top ten. I hate to admit, but the Holloway kid, oh, my God. Yeah. He is worth the price of admission. Yes. That's yeah, all yeah. I have to say. Because, I mean, honestly, like the – so Sharif Cooper was definitely a, a distributor. He wasn't – he didn't really score to the to the the abilities that you thought that uh that he could do. But I mean, again, at point guard, you didn't really have. I mean, you don't have to be a scorer. But mm-hmm. in Bruce Pearl's offense, the point guard, if the point guard can shoot, that just makes it even better. And yeah. so, um, Donaldson last year wasn't hitting at the clip. I think he's hitting better this year. But last year he was not. And Holloway can just he. he he reminds you a lot of Jared Harper because he can hit it as soon as he crosses uh as soon as he crosses the midcourt stripe he is in range and at that point you can expect that he just throws one up and he's done it several times and he's hit him so it's like it's like putting uh Sharif and and, and the point guard you just said together yeah and you got him yeah, you got him. You got he, he well, is. Auburn's been doing great. I think they deserve to be in the top ten. I actually think Memphis, the way they have played, deserves to be in the top ten after all the losses this week. I, I, I do not think Purdue will fall far. They've been number one. But it's not even that, Brad. I don't think that, and I mean to cut you off, but it's not even that. I just think there's so much parity, and the games mean so much more. See, college basketball is nothing like the NBA. Like, you have to really tune into a college basketball game, especially a uh, Houston. Houston dominated their conference. Now they're in a whole nother conference. They're in a whole nother conference now. So they're, they're finding out the big dominate. It's a whole nother ball game now. You see what I'm saying? So that's expected. It's expected yeah. as long as they finish in the top tier of their league because the, 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 the mantra and the rule was you take care of your home games yeah. and you go 500 on the road. Right. You're never gonna go undefeated on the road. If you go undefeated on the road, you don't need to be on that car. You don't need to be in that conference. Kind of like sometimes when Gonzaga was the top ahead until right. St. Mary started yeah. catching yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. it's right. like, yeah. man, it, it's hard. It's hard to win yeah. on the road in, in any environment, unless unless you're a dominant football team. I will say that football teams travel on the road. Yes. Yep. Yep. I and agree. I, with I, you. I agree. I agree. That's uh, yeah. so. so we're going to move on to our college basketball school board. I'll start. 
we picked games on Friday night. I'm going to start with basically the top 25 games from yesterday. And so Tennessee come back late and beat Georgia at home. Um, Georgia actually had a four-point lead with about three minutes to go in this game. And Tennessee come back and come back and won 85 to 79. North Carolina demolished Syracuse 103 to 67. Uh, Wisconsin won at home over Northwestern 71 to 63. Creighton snuck out a home win 66 65 over St. John's. Kansas beat Oklahoma by 12 78 66 at home. Texas A&M beat Kentucky in an overtime 97 to 92 at home. New Mexico, that was one that we talked about, um, and John Hammonds picked San Diego State. I picked New Mexico at the pit, and New Mexico won. It's a very tough environment. New Mexico won 88-70 to 70 over San Diego State, who was ranked. Purdue beat Penn State 95-78. Utah State beat UNLV in Vegas 87-86. A good road win for them. Clemson finally gets in the win column in the ACC after losing their first three. They went at home, who is still ranked 21 in the country, 89-78 over Boston College. BYU beat UCF, UCF 63-58. Good road win for them. Duke kind of barely won at home over Georgia Tech. Damon Stoudemire has Georgia Tech turned around this year, and, you know, they barely won at home, 84-79. to TCU knocked off Houston, their second loss this week on the road in the Big 12. Jason was just talking about how hard it is to play road games, and they're in a different conference. They're finding out the Big 12 is a little different from the AAC, to be quite honest with you. Um, they lost 78-67 to by one point. Washington State wins a big home game, 73-70 to over Arizona yesterday. Auburn beat LSU pretty good by 15 at home, 93-78. to That one was getting kind of scary in the middle of the second half. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean LSU had was 2-0, had been coming on, turning around just a little bit since SEC – uh, had started. Uh, so a decent win for Auburn, looking still good, scoring a lot of points. Uh, West Virginia won at home over 25th-ranked Texas, 76-73, and BYU won at home over Cincinnati, 62-59. That was the ranked games from yesterday. So any of those games surprise you? He was talking about the road games. You can look at those games, and nearly all the winners were home games, just about. None. None. Some football. It's, um, you're in the season. You're, you're in conference, and every game matters. Everybody's trying to vibe for position uh, for the tournament and for, for, for seedings. And, look, hey, even my old Miss uh, team, I know you didn't mention them, but I know they, they're looking better after they got trounced by Tennessee because I'm glad they got beat by Tennessee. I'm yeah. glad they got beat by Tennessee. Then Tennessee comes back and loses to Mississippi State. So that just shows you how hard it is to win on the road. Like, you have got on to the get road. your they head lost cracked. Mississippi State on the road. They lost to Mississippi State on the road. So yeah. then came back yeah, and the won. Road. 
who did they beat uh, yesterday? They beat somebody on the Georgia. They were, oh, it was Georgia on the road, and they were behind. It, it, it was a yeah. tough game. So, you know, one yeah. thing about the year, you're going to know who the real dudes are. The dudes are real, the dudes are going to start to show up. Yeah. The dudes are going to start to show up right now. Uh, January and March, not January, I'm talking about January and February, they're going to show up. Oh, yeah. Show up. I agree with you. You know, it's that time of year we're getting – we're getting into, you know, the after the first couple of weeks of SEC, you know, of, of not SEC, but of, of conference play. And, you know, you're really going to start finding out who the who the best, you know, teams that can manage going on the road and knocking off a couple of wins because you're not going to win them all. Not on the road, not not in the way the landscape is, you know, in, in college basketball now. Um, I don't think so anyway. Right. Uh, today's ranked teams. There's some games that's going on today. Um, actually, they're I think all most of them are over. I was about to say, yeah, I think they're, they're all, all they're over. All final. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I was just glancing and they're all final. So, yeah. 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 UConn beat Georgetown 80 to 70 or 67. FAU beat UAB 86 to 73. Those were both home games. Memphis beat Wichita State on the road 112 to 86 on the road. Um, and Maryland knocks off Illinois 76-67. So that actually means that nine of the top 11 teams in this, this week's poll have lost. Because Illinois was playing today. They were one of the teams. They're ranked 10th, and they lost. So there was only two teams in the top 11. That's number four, UConn, and number seven, UNC, that did not lose this week in college basketball. That's uh, that's insane. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Did you, see, uh, did you see where, did you see where uh, Samford, uh, Samford won their game 134 to 96? 134. That is a NBA score. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is that that guy that the, the coach at Sanford about two or three years ago was a high school coach. He coached Leor Berman of of Auburn when he okay. was in high school. In high school, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> just letting you know, one thirty four to ninety six, and they beat VMI, the Virginia Military Institute. Right. All right. Well, so that is our college basketball scoreboard. College basketball has many, many, many other teams, okay? I just went through the poll teams in our, on, our, on our scoreboard. Jason was talking about Ole Miss. They, you know, they, they've only lost the one game this year so far. So, I mean, there are many, many other teams deserving, but it's hard to go through and, and hit. There's 360-some teams in Division One college basketball, it's not like football where there's a hundred and something. So um, it's Brad, hard to Brad, go through them all. Brad, I'm going to break in right here. Um, uh, eight minutes into the first quarter, and Packers have scored on their opening drive. Go Pack! It is seven to nothing. Dallas just got the ball back with seven minutes and three seconds to go in the first quarter. Telling so. you, it whatever happens, I will be okay. Because with Jordan Love, I told you earlier, but man, if we could knock Dallas off in Dallas, 
Oh, there would be much nothing sweeter than that. Oh, so you a Packers fan. You a Packers fan. Oh, I'm a diehard Packers fan. He's got Packers on already. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're hey, Packers fans. I thought that was Steelers, uh, John. I thought that was Steelers. No, no, no. That's a Packers yeah, fan. Oh, yeah. The Packers been playing well. I know it, it was a sidebar, but Packers have been playing well the second they half of the season. Yeah, they they opened the season up two and five, and then after that yeah. they've played very they've played a lot better. Um, they uh, I believe Jordan Love that they said on the screen here has the highest passer rating since the uh, since week twelve. So over the last five yeah. six weeks, he's got the highest passer uh, QB rating. So uh, yeah. All right, so I'm going to get to something that we always do here. Um, and this is something that we have a little fun with. Me and John always have a little fun with this. Jason, you can hop in with this this time. I think you've done it with me um, on Tuesday. So um, we do something called the good, the bad, the ugly. Of course, it's take off the movie. But we talk about college sports, um, what has gone on each week. So for this week, this past week in college sports, what is your good, John Roberts? Uh, the good is going to be, I believe that, that, that Alabama's hire was a good hire. And so I'm going with Kalen DeBoer was a good hire at Alabama. I think that, that he is actually going to be a great coach there. The, I mean, look, everybody's going to look at his lack of recruiting in the South. I think he'll surround himself with everybody. I think he is, uh, you know, from what, what I've heard from several of the people that have met him and gotten to talk to him, that he is, uh, just a genuinely good person to be around and that that guy can win over just about anybody just talking to him. So I think that that right there will work out. And I think that um, he brings his uh, offensive coordinator over his, his big thing right now will just be making sure that the defense is good uh, because again, Washington's defense was suspect um, at times and Alabama has been trying to, revamp their defense now they still have nick saban uh you know off off to the side he could easily be um very much instrumental in keeping the the defense together but i think the i think the as an overall i think the um the hire was a good was a good hire so all right jason who do you, this past week in college sports, it can be football, basketball, whatever you want to talk about. What is your good for this past week in college sports? <clears throat> college sports. I would say the good, even though he took it, I, I totally agree with what John said. Uh, I think the good was, mm, that's a good question. The question, that was it. That's the one. The that question is the good for the college sports. Um, I was saying college sports I'm, was good that a lot of teams are losing early. This shows the parity of college basketball. I think that's a good thing because there's no dominant teams. See, I'm am I'm, I'm on the opposite end, dude. Yeah, but okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's to me, that's good. That just shows that there's parity throughout the college game, and each and every night it's a dog fight. I like that. I, I can okay. actually watch. It's hard for me to even watch a game, any sports event. It's hard for me to watch 
unless it really, really means something. And people yeah. are playing like the play NFL playoffs, college, college basketball, uh, the yeah. conference. Now, now games really, really matter. They're, they're really, right. really matter. Now, your, your season or your career can be over in a matter of two months. So that's the good. My, my good has got to be, and I can't believe neither one of you mentioned, my, the good's got to be Michigan, right, in the past week. I mean, I mean, you know, Michigan wins the 2023 20, national championship, college football. Harbaugh finally gets over the hump. Um, he beats Alabama. Beats Saban in what turned out to be his last game um, to do it. Yeah, but um, that 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 game didn't happen last week. That happened the week. No, before. The, the the Saban game didn't. No, but the right. championship game did. Yeah, you're right. That was that was in this past week. So well, well, you know, well, 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 to piggyback, it's kind of like I knew what was going to happen. That didn't surprise me. Yeah, the, the game that, didn't surprise that, me. Didn't surprise me that the I way mean, that I didn't say it was a surprise. I mean, it's just I mean I they won the championship. So that's but I told you how I feel about that though, Brad. We that's gotta about, be that's gotta be a good for Michigan to win a national championship. So I told I told you how I felt about that one. There's one in my room. I told you I, I felt about me, that one. For me, that's what I'm gonna go with. Gotcha. John, what's your bad? Uh, let's see. What is the bad? Um Arkansas basketball. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> and you could say this for a number of weeks in a row, but yeah, that's, so that's so bad. I haven't been on since obviously Auburn went to Bud Walton Arena and absolutely trashed them. But then Arkansas again on the road, it's a little different. But they got destroyed by Florida um, at home. Yes. Or, or, or sorry, sorry, they were on the road at Florida, uh, but. Arkansas basketball, I've I've known to always be a team that was always I don't know what's going in on. the hunt. They were always a team that was really good, and you didn't want to play them in in their arena, definitely. And, and they, but and they just, have been the last three or four years too with Muslim, right, and all right. of a sudden they just fell apart. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm I'm going with with Arkansas basketball is the bad. Okay, right now. that's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Listen, listen. Jason, what do you oh, think? What's, what's let, bad? Let, let me chime in since I'm in Arkansas and I'm from the States. You are. And, yeah. I'm from the state and I hear. And it's funny he said that because I'm in so many group chats personally on the phone. Mm-hmm. And they've been totally dry the entire year. I'm going to take another step back. Arkansas athletics from football to basketball. Both were I'm, I'm yeah, waiting. They to, have been. They both were jur- jur- Jury's out on baseball, but let's take a look but, at that. Yeah, too. yeah. I'm see tra- tracker always do well. Then baseball, who knows? Softball, but and then volleyball. But here's the thing, and I'm and I'm a ran I'm getting my bad. He has been a a a portal killer and a a a five star recruiter, right? He he didn't get any of those. He only got a couple couple guys in the transfer portal, and then the people he signed, he's not even playing them. And so now you're trying to depend on people who were already in a conference below the SEC, trying to step up and play one on one basketball in the SEC. That's not really going to work, especially yeah. this year. You don't have the the five-star recruits, along with the veterans, 
that you need. And so, listen, it's going to be a long year. And I'm say this: I won't be surprised if Musselman blows the coop. If he gets something, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised because it's time. Because now you can't get anything. Oh, I agree. Uh, my bad, my bad. And I, it, it was, it was uh, John's good that that Nick Saban retired. I, I, I hated to see him retire right now, but I understand him retiring. Uh, some Reggie Bush said that the it was the, the, the NLI caught up with him. Come on, I don't believe him. Uh, it's it's even playing field, meaning that think about what he just said, and this is coming from Reggie Bush now. Alabama has been getting away with being the big dog, taking care of people anyway. So now that everybody can do it, man, it's a lot of parity out here. But I, I, I hated to see Nick Saban go out like this. But I think, like he said, if you're thinking about retiring, you're already retired. If you're thinking about it, so and and I and I and I even though I hate to see him go, I commend him on taking a step aside because now it's time for somebody else to. to I, well, I mean, think about this. Think about this. Be, He's the only. That was going to be mine too, to be he, honest. With he, you. he went out on his terms, which he he went on his terms. He mm-hmm. left without being forced out. He didn't look bad going out because here's the deal: like Joe Powell was sitting at he. he all the big scandal came out to light, so everything was just crashing yeah. down on him. And yeah. then he had the he had the injury during his last season, where he was uh, up in the uh, up in the booth I mean, the whole time. So course. they kept showing they kept showing him in the booth, and he just looked like he didn't know what was going on. And then uh, Bowden just hung around too long. Too long. He hung around too long, and Florida State started going downhill. They weren't I the, agree the with dominant team, so. But- Alabama made the playoff in his last season. While he didn't win a national championship, they made yeah. the playoff. He probably he's he said that this was one of the years that he had the most fun coaching. So he actually got to go out kind of on his own terms, where not many he coaches ever really get that because they don't away. understand what the end is. They don't understand where the he end beat is. And he beat he beat John, that doesn't take away, but that does not take away. That as a college football fan, well, look, somebody, yes, the, you know what I mean. As somebody yeah. who in who who enjoys just the lure of college football and just you know, it does not take away the fact. So for me, that's exactly what I was going to pick as well. Is for me, just as a college football fan alone, mm-hmm. I hated to see Saban retire i hated to see him leave yeah well yeah i'm not i'm not saying that it's it's it was something that you're just out here celebrating and everything like that as a as a as a fan but i'm just saying that it's next year to know that we're going to have a whole college football season and nick saban's not going to be there i mean mean, he was it's just you know i mean just as a fan alone that's what i was going to put is Saban retiring so um John, what about your ugly? Okay. What's, what's so been ugly this week. Oh, well, so we're gonna go, we're gonna we're gonna stick with the Nick Saban retiring, and it was all the Alabama fans at the statue acting like he was dead. <laughs> the funeral that they had there, uh, they sang Amazing Grace, they sang uh, Dixie yeah. Land Delight, they sang uh, Sweet Home Alabama, they left flowers yeah. and oatmeal cookies at the foot of the statue. There right. was yeah, uh, I've seen that, yeah. I, 
I just didn't understand. I was like, he's he's not dead. In fact, he came to work the next day. So right. um, yeah. that was yeah. that was ugly. Um, and and you can you can say that rolling tumors corner was ugliest to uh, was ugly too. We talked about this, Brad and we I, did. and that we was uh, you know there was a couple of things I had to say about. It. I said like one, look, it was a couple of freshmen. They were like a handful of people that did it. Okay, there was a lot more people that showed up at Nick Saban's statue, uh, but. There was a there was a handful of people that that rolled tumors corner. Those you can you can say one of two things: one that that was not a great that was not a great look. Two, <laughs> you know, none of the mics or the, any of the previous uh, coaches at Alabama ever got uh, tumors rolled when they were fired. You know, in fact, uh, nobody was celebrating. You know, so that that could be a sign of respect as well. If you really want to look at it that way, that we we respected Nick so much that we rolled Timmer's corner when he retired. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know that you, you could even put that in as you're ugly if you want to. That's fine. Um, but for me, it was just it that the Alabama fans just were. We're, we're acting like he was dead and i was like he's not dead he, yeah. he's still very much alive <laughs> so, oh, he's gonna be around the program so yeah what do, you, what do you think jason what's your what's your ugly for college sports this week uh not just this week but every week i miss on this show since college basketball started louisville <laughs> basketball yes louisville. I, I, I agree Basketball. That one you can't you cannot argue with. Man, like I you know, look, Kenny Payne, I understand what he endured his first year. I don't he know. Came, I don't, he, I don't even know how to he got the job extra late, couldn't bring any of his guys in, had to settle. Brought some guys in, right? And yep. and it, it started to look good, but then until you know, it didn't. Until it didn't. <laughs> It's really, it's, you really can't even, I mean, I, I can't put it in words, really. Yeah, yeah, this ugly. Uh, and I hate it for him. Uh, I, 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 would, I would like to think that he could have got some, some better players out of the transfer portal to come to Louisville because Louisville, to me, is still a risk. I mean, he's got a four, he got like a four and a five-star guy. Of course, the five-star guy left, but. Well, you get you get Sky Skywalker. I mean, not no, not Sky Clark, Sky Clark, whatever his name Sky is. Clark. Yeah, yeah, Sky Clark. Clark. I, I I recruited him to be on my AAU team years years ago. Met him and everything. Uh, I just knew we couldn't get it done. But it seemed like he's so indecisive. It's like he runs from competition, in my opinion. Because well, the Flowers, he started yeah, off in the Yeah, he, he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I agree with you. Listen, anything to do with Louisville and Kenny Payne, what's going on there is absolutely ugly. You can say that every single week here mm -hmm. on. <laughs> I mean, you can say it every week. No doubt. Right? No doubt, no doubt. Absolutely. My ugly, and I'm going to turn this around, Jason. Um, you actually put this as your good. My ugly is there are nine ranked teams that yeah. lost in one week out of the top 11 in college football our college basketball this week. I, I just like for me, that's just, that's ugly. That's ugly basketball. Like I don't understand how, I mean, yes, you can have some weeks where, you know, three or four of them lose and you're kind of moving up and down and, 
but when nine out of eleven, like eighty-five percent of the your top ranked teams are losing, that is a huge, huge hit, I think. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's pretty ugly. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out at that. So it looks like um John has to run, but to be honest with you, that's I'm getting close. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell, but I was just giving you the yeah. heads up, giving you the forewarning. Yeah. So yeah. So if you need to head on off, we can, and then I'll close up the show. It's fine. All right. Hey, just uh, for everybody that's out there, uh, Brad does write for Greenville Sports Media, so check him out over there. Um, I've actually started writing a few things myself. John has uh, yeah, and I'll be picking more up once baseball season really gets going. Um, when it goes with that, but I think that I'm doing, uh, some, I'm doing some coverage of women's Kentucky basketball now. Yep, and I just wrote an article today on it, and I went to the game on Thursday. John is going to be covering some Auburn baseball when the baseball season starts. Great. So I mean, I can cover are, most of it from my house, but I, there'll right. be some that I'll actually be in person for. So I think that would right, be, right. Uh, that'd be cool. But you'll yeah. be in person for yeah. Yep. So. so we are picking up some steam. It's all through Greenville sports media and we appreciate everything that uh, we have landed through them. So John, have a good one. I'll, I'll see you next Sunday. All right. See you. All right, man. All right, so now it's just me and Jason. I'm almost done. We're gonna we're gonna kind of wrap this up. We're gonna kind of look at the week ahead. So rank games that are that are on the schedule for this week right now. Of course, the new poll comes out on Monday, comes out tomorrow. But Marquette plays Villanova in Marquette on Monday night. That should be a good game to watch. Uh, Purdue plays Indiana in Bloomington. This week, this is a game they lost last year in Bloomington. They beat mm -hmm. last year. Uh, Florida and Tennessee play on Tuesday night. Baylor goes to Kansas State. Kansas plays at Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State's really not that great of a team this year, I don't think. Um, I'm trying to pick out. Iowa State goes to uh, BYU for the first time since their Big 12 partners. Georgia Tech, who I said played uh, Duke really well, and that's where Damon Stoudemire is, is going to Clemson. Um, so they'll be there on Tuesday night. Utah State goes to the pit. I was just talking about New Mexico earlier, and they have to play Tuesday night in the pit. New Mexico is 14-3. and three. Jamal Masburn Jr. is there. Richard Patino. Rick, Rick Patino's son is the head coach out there, a guy by the name of House. Check him out. He's a great player out there. That's on Tuesday night. Wednesday night, you have Creighton versus UConn. UConn, that's going to be a good one. Mississippi State goes to Rupp to play Kentucky. Um, Texas Tech goes to Houston Wednesday night. Texas Tech is 14 and 2. Houston is 14 and 2. That should be a really, really good game um, on Tuesday night. Nevada, this is Wednesday night. I'm sorry. Nevada 
uh, goes to San Diego State, who's coming off the New Mexico loss on Wednesday night. And Thursday night, um, you got Illinois goes to Michigan. Michigan has fallen apart. Um, I'm not exactly sure they were they had started the season halfway decent, but uh, they've got some stuff going on with them and with their coach, to be quite honest with you. Um, and they're kind of falling apart. And Gonzaga's got to get back on the on the on the winning right road, or they're going to be out. Uh, they got beat over the week over the weekend uh, by Santa Clara, so Gonzaga needs to right their ship. They play on on uh, Thursday night as well. So that's kind of give you a week uh, look as far as through the week here. We will look at Saturday's games, of course, on our game day pick them. Um, and talk about them next next week. So, but that kind of gives you an idea of the look ahead and who to, who's playing um, in the next few days and some of the bigger games. So, um, Jason, any of those games stand out to you? Man, a lot of them. Um, like you said, uh, Mississippi State going, Mississippi State going to Kentucky. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. I think that's gonna be a good one, man. I think uh because they lost a tough one uh yesterday. Uh man, it's just uh college basketball, this is the time of the year. Time of the year, you just it's sit tough on the road. I mean it's, it's tough. tough on the road. That's tough on the road, yeah. man. Any environment, any any uh, anywhere where you have college kids being rowdy and cheering for their university, you know, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. So yeah, I, mean, I look forward to uh seeing some of those games coming up. Throughout the whole week. Our next show will be Tuesday night, be at 8 o'clock, the Big Fuss Show. Well, I'll have some topics and a few debate stuff. And I think it'll be me, Jason, and John Hammonds okay. on Tuesday night, I believe. And I'll have a few topics, and we'll try to have a few debates and have a little bit of fun on Tuesday night. That's called the Big Fuss Show. Um, that's kind of our news and debate show, and we try to have a little fun on that one. Um, so we'll, we'll do that on Tuesday night. Um, so that'll be at 8 PM central time on Tuesday night. The last thing I want to mention here is Robert Rhodes earlier had asked me about Liam Cohen. Yes. There's some news coming out that, that Chicago bears want to interview him. And there's a possibility that he might be interviewed for the Ohio state OC job. He's only been here one year again. He left after one year last time. He came here this time and, and kind of made some promises, to be honest with you, to the fans and everybody, to the team and everything, that he would be here longer than one year. And now it looks like he's taking some interviews. Do I think he's going to leave was Robert's uh, question. I think there's a possibility. Yes. I mean, if he's taking interviews, I think there's absolutely a possibility that he's going to leave again. Um, if he does listen, Kentucky's paying him. I don't want to hear nobody, nobody say that they're going to have to pony up or they're going to have to make pay, you know, open the checkbook up. I don't want to hear nobody say that he is a top 10 this coming year in 2024. He is a top 10 paid offensive coordinator in the country already. And we're Kentucky football. We're not Alabama. We're not Ohio State. 
He's top 10 in the country. He is set to make $1.75 million from Kentucky as an offensive coordinator next year. So if that's not enough money to keep him at Kentucky, then so be it. We can take that money and, and go <laughs> You know what I mean? We can take yeah. that money and go hire somebody somebody else who's not making 1.75 million cuz he's top 10 would will take that money. We can hire somebody good for 1.75 million. That's that's what I'll say on that. I hey, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree, man, cuz hey Yeah. Hey, you, mean, you can find someone, but like I said, you you can't you can't control anyone. You can't keep anyone. You know opportunities when, when you're doing well. I mean, in years past, Jason, most people be like, "Well, Kentucky's going to have to up the ante. They're going to have to pay." Him. But Kentucky's completely opened up the checkbooks the last four or five years. Which you had. To, I mean, you you have to in order to get a real good. You know, a real yeah. good guy. Yeah. And they yeah. have, and they and they landed him, and he is a good coordinator. I'm not gonna say that he's not, but if if a top 10 paid coordinator at the university in Kentucky is not if that's not enough money to keep him, then it should be enough money for us to hire somebody else pretty good. Man, like you and and, and, and you a thousand percent right. But yeah, hey, opportunities are gonna present themselves no matter no matter how much money you throw at someone. Right. Still, yeah, everybody's still gonna come with something else. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I just wanted to address that real quick before yeah. we got off the air because I saw that Robert was on. He may not be with us now, but if yeah. he is, I will put something in there and let him know that I tried to answer his question. So, all right, I didn't want to do it right in the middle. Yeah, but when he asked, because I put it up there, I think you saw it for a second, Jason, when I put yeah. it up there. Uh, but, I see. I didn't want to do it right in the middle of us doing the good, the bad, the ugly. Kind of interrupted, so I did it here at the end. But all right, it's been great, Jason. It's always good to have you on. I guess I will see you on Sunday. No, Tuesday. 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 Yeah, yeah I guess Tuesday. I will see you on Tuesday for the Big Fuss Show. Okay. And everybody, have a good night. Have a good one.